As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aaval-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Main Menu Live for another month. It's October, and I'm John Gassman, along with Larry and our uh, third member of the team, the slightly sedated Jeff Bishop, who uh, had rotator cup surgery yesterday. And for those of you with partial sight, he's showing photos later on in the program. So you'll No, we're not doing that, John. No, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing uh, that. I didn't get the memo. I'm sorry. Okay. And, and Rick's here, too, by the way. Rick Rick's, is here, uh, yes. And Rick loves your sling, by the way. He does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to be uh, running panelists for us today. And thank you, Rick, for, for uh, doing all that fun stuff. You're very welcome. In the and second it, hour tonight, we'll be talking about IAC events with regard to ACB, and that'll be interesting, too. But we'll talk about iOS 15 and a lot of other comments, and we'll take your questions. So it's a free-for-all. Yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. We'll probably sneak some Windows 11 in there. Uh, some sure. hardware events. Some of us got some toys we can talk about. Sure, yeah, yeah. All kinds of fun, cool stuff. But we have a special guest in the first hour. Yes, we do. Because- and, and, and knowing that, knowing how popular this guy is, Probably might even sneak into a little bit of the second if we get lots and lots of questions. We might let him do that, sure. Oh, yeah. He's willing to stick around. Sure. It's all up to him, really. Yep. For for those of you who hadn't heard, Jaws 2022, along with uh, Zoom Text and Fusion 2022, came out yesterday. And a lot of people have been waiting for it. It happens every year. And here to tell us all about it and discuss uh, some of the new features and, and fixes in, in the product is Eric Damery. Well, it's great to be back with you guys. Thank you. One, wonderful to be on Main Menu. I'm glad, uh, uh, glad to join you guys, especially since the Red Sox aren't playing anymore. Yeah. This is easy. Dodgers aren't playing either. Am I going to watch the Dodgers series? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I'll check the scores. Once Would you in a please? While. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't watch, but uh, anyway, it's great to be here, and this is the most enjoyable time of the year. Uh, not only is Halloween right around the corner, but 2022 uh, versions of Fusion, Zoom Text, and Jaws have all posted. We made it on time. Uh, we're we're moving full bore. We're heading to the December update already. Uh, mark your calendars. December 14th will be the next uh, one coming out. If we run out of things to talk about, I'll tell you about a cool new feature that's coming in the uh, December 14th update as well. But I thought we would start by let's just kind of review where we're at. Uh, if you're a user, what you should be thinking about 
as far as uh, getting it installed and licensing options, whatever you want to talk about. I'll kind of give you the overview on <clears throat> what happens, um, what you should have run across this week since Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday morning. Somewhere around 9.30 Eastern time, we went live with it. So if you are running a JAWS 2021 or a 2020 version, well, maybe not the 2020. I don't think they've turned that one on yet. But even the 2020 version should alert you to the fact that the 2022 um, new version has been posted. Now, you do need authorization to run that. So if you didn't have an SMA in place or uh, you weren't running one of the home annual licenses uh, in the U.S. or in Canada, you would need to make sure that you get the upgrade on your license before you can get 2022 to actually run outside of 40 minute mode. And I think most people pay attention. We talk about it quite a bit. I, I warn everybody, get your SMAs done. If you did not, so if you're still back on 2021 and you didn't get your SMA done and you're a home user, as most of the folks listening tonight are, I would welcome you to call into our customer service department. You could even say, I was listening to Eric Damry last night on ACB Main Menu, and tell them you'd like an opportunity to still get that SMA done, and they'll see what they can do to take care of that if you do it right away. And the advantage to it, obviously, is if you have the SMA, you get 2022, and you'll get next year's version, so it saves you quite a bit of money. So please um, try and take take care of that right away if you haven't. <clears throat> Excuse me. So 2022 public betas, uh, we did one, two, and three. And if you had any of those three installed, you should have been informed of the final release and given an opportunity to upgrade as long, along with anyone who had 2021. <laughs> Excuse me. And that new version installs in a separate directory it won't interfere with what you had with your earlier version so you can run them side by side the first thing that you will notice or you may not notice when you install 2022 is that it automatically adopts whatever you'd set up previously in 2021 or 2020 and it just pulls them forward that includes your speech settings your braille setup if you have a, a Braille display that you've been using, and any settings that you've done, dictionary files or voice profiles or configuration settings in the settings center, anything that you had set up automatically gets pulled in. So you don't have to remember what you did last year to set it up. It just works. You don't have to worry about running a merge or a migration. It all is brought in. And then the next thing that I would want to tell you about, if you're one of those users and there are some out there that say, I want to go ahead and start with a nice, clean version of 2022 so I can make my adjustments, you can, after you've installed and got it up and running, go back to the options menu of JAWS and you'll find an option there called Restore Factory Defaults. This is new. Uh, in 2022. And if you choose that, it'll prompt you and say, you sure you want to clean everything out? You say, yes. 
It'll restore you just as if you were installing 2022 and going to run it on a machine where there were no other versions of JAWS. There were no user settings. And so it'll be just like a clean install and you can start from scratch. So that, that's, it doesn't seem like a significant change, but this is a pretty significant change on the programming side and have the guys test that, make sure everything works right. And so far, so good. It looks like uh, that's been very successful. And I think it will really help out, especially the very novice users, uh, the, the real beginners that had put in a version last year, set it up and they, uh, you know, putting them, putting questions in front of them, like, do you want to move settings or do you want to run uh, default? They don't really know which way to go. So we just kind of take that decision out of the way and bring their settings in. And it really helps them out, helps them to get started. Now, Eric, in the beta versions, um, there was a checkbox during the installation process that you could yes. check. Is that still there or did that? That is something that we added in around public beta two or three right. so that when you start the install, in the event that you had a prior version 2021 or 2022 with user settings in there, uh, when you first launch the install, you're going, you can tab forward and you'll find a checkbox that says, right. don't do the migrate, don't, do don't the bring my other settings. Yeah. I okay. don't recommend anybody do that. We put it okay. there, but I don't ever re- recommend that. Just take the migrate. If you don't like it, use the restore factory defaults. Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I just thought we, I'd ask because I know yeah, we, uh, some we people We snuck that in because, we, because a couple of users did complain about it. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of even putting the checkbox in, but we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got it. So I, I think it's, it's best for most users. Don't even think about it. Just... Go ahead and do the installation, accept, and let your settings come forward. And if for some reason something needs to get cleaned out, talk to support, and they'll use that to help you clean it out if they need to. Now, but, one other question, the nuanced voices, you know, if you go and download other, other voices, will mm-hmm. they get migrated as well when you do this or not? Yes. So if you've put in, if you've installed other voices earlier, they're all still available to you, all of those voices profiles got moved in everything looks everything should be there okay cool and uh i know that one of the questions is going to be are we going to get any new vocalizer expressive voices we're working really hard on that for the december update so while we haven't changed the vocalizer expressive availability of the new version and the new voices uh in the initial release that is coming and I think we're going to make it in the December update. There's not uh, too many new voices other than there's a couple of new languages, but uh, they have um, done some new technology, and we'll talk more about that on an upcoming FS cast. And we'll, we'll review some of those changes that are coming with the new voices and how you can take advantage of using the new ones and still use the old ones. So stay tuned for that. The big change that I think impacts most folks that especially are listening to main menu, your avid PC users, you probably get on Zoom meetings or webinars or you use Microsoft Teams or you're doing something where you're communicating with people through your PC. And a big change that we made was adding something called the sound splitter. 
It allows you to separate and put JAWS on one side of your um, headset and have all other applications uh, audio come through the other side. And this is a very simple to do when you're running the 2022 version of JAWS or Fusion. You can do the following command. And if you've already installed it and you haven't tried this yet, uh, after I give you the command, you can try this and you'll see how it works. If you've got a stereo headset, you press insert spacebar to go into the layered commands and you'll hear the sound. Then you hit V for voice or volume, B for balance, and press either left or right arrow. And it'll send JAWS to the left channel or the right channel, and it'll put everything else in the opposite side. And this makes it much easier if you're trying to participate in some sort of a webinar or a meeting to be able to still navigate with JAWS without it stepping on the, the audio coming from the, uh, the other application. So I think you'll uh, really enjoy this. It'll, it'll really help out. And I'll tell you, there are folks that are working in uh, call centers and uh, tech tech support, our own tech support department. They, they absolutely love this because we've had a, in the past have special hardware just to be able to separate and split this stuff. So being able to do this built right into JAWS is a big advantage and lots of people will take advantage of it. I know that uh, we were talking today on one of our clubhouse events with someone who actually works in the Disney call center and is all excited about the opportunity for this to happen. And I hope that they're going to be able to take advantage of that soon. And, uh, you know, this is, this has been very difficult for a lot of people uh, for a long time. So it's, big, it's a big change. Last year, we introduced the volume adjustment, which did help. You could turn JAWS volume down and set it at a different level so you could navigate in JAWS without it stepping on the rest of the audio. But to be able to split, it really makes a big difference. And then the other thing that we added in around this sound area is the ability to have JAWS switch to a different sound device very quickly through a layered command. And if you're someone who uses or plugs in different sound devices, all of a sudden your Windows default might change, but JAWS didn't know that. So JAWS is still trying to talk out of some other device that now you can't hear. You just lost JAWS speech. JAWS is still running, but you need to switch JAWS over to a different sound card. And in order to do this very quickly, you can do insert space, V as in voice or volume, and C as in card. And you're now in a layer where you can just down arrow through the different sound devices connected to your computer. And as each time you hit a down arrow, JAWS is going to say something through the sound device. And you'll be able to hear when JAWS is coming through the one that you want. And then you can hit escape right there and stop. And uh, JAWS is all set up. So it's a very quick way of doing it without if you lost speech or if you just want to change JAWS. And you can try this out. So if you've installed 2022, try it. Insert space VC and then down arrow and you'll hear JAWS try and speak through different devices. And if you don't hear anything, just press the down arrow again. Eventually, it cycles back to the one that you can hear. So it's a good way of recovering. This is awesome. I have, what, I think six or seven sound cards. Yeah, this works, Jeff. Machine. 
This fixes yeah. all our problems that we talk I, about. <laughs> unfreaking believable. I, I, yeah. I was so happy that you did this. This is uh, terrific. Yeah. <laughs> it saves a lot of problems for a it lot of people. It works with internal and external cards. That's right. Yes. And people don't know when it's going to happen. And boy, if you use a Bluetooth device to connect to your computer, uh, as soon as you connect to a phone call, what happens is on Teams or on Zoom, something uh, gets communicated back to say, ah, you're going to be on a call. We can't do Bluetooth stereo and have input and output. It would really make it bad. So what they do is they automatically switch to a different sound device. So it's mono, which makes it much easier for you to be able to speak and still hear through the Bluetooth device. It's still not perfect with Bluetooth. Don't get me wrong, but at least in order to make it work at all, they want to switch you to mono. And when they switch, JAWS didn't know that. So JAWS still stays back on the stereo side, and you just lose JAWS speech completely. So at that point, you can do the insert space VC and down arrow, and you'll find it. And it works. That's awesome. Now, the balance feature, uh, I I don't know that if I'm caught up on this, but will that work with multiple cards as well now? It will, but you may have to switch to a different one. You know, you can still do that, the switch independently. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And That's once cool. you've done the balance, so let's say you've, you've, you've sent JAWS to one channel and you got to have everything else coming to the other. And then your meeting ends, and for whatever reason, the only thing that's going to be talking for the time being is JAWS, and you want to switch back. How do you switch it back? So the same command, insert V for uh, insert space, and then V and V for balance. And this time, instead of left or right, just press up arrow. That's in the center, and that's what happens is it centers your sound again. So it, it puts it right back on both sides. So you can restore the JAWS. Now, if you forget how to do that and you just restart JAWS, JAWS will always start back up balanced. So it works out pretty good. And when you do switch it, you don't have to have the other application going. You don't need a Zoom meeting started. But if you know you're going into a Zoom meeting, you can do the balance ahead of time, send JAWS to one channel. And when mm -hmm. the Zoom meeting starts, the Zoom meeting will start in the other channel. So it, it, it works out quite well. And That's are all cool. these okay. new keystrokes in the JAWS search? Uh, the they are. So they if are. you okay. yeah, if you go into the JAWS command, search, insert space J, and start searching for sound or balance or something like that, you'll find that those keystrokes will, will be present. What if you want that uh, permanent? Can you say that in your default? You can't. And, you know, this was discussed quite a bit, and I just decided the best thing to do is to leave it so that if you restart JAWS, let's put yeah, it back right. to balance. Because yeah. other, otherwise, people will be trying to get confused. You know, they'll get confused. Yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, I don't really think most people are always going to want to run it that way. Now, that, that's, not all, that's not necessarily true. So in a call center, they might always want it that way. Yeah, I just think of your call the, centers. Yep. But they'll... Uh, They'll know that command. It'll become second nature. You don't even think about it anymore. You just do it. Well, yeah, I know. It's well, only, yeah, real fast. Yep. Nice. Right. Now, one of the other major changes that we've made, uh, you know, one of the things that happens when you 
when you install this version and it moves your settings. In the past, Migrate used to move um, configuration settings and your speech settings and things like that, but it didn't bring your Braille setup with you. And the new change on the Braille side is even your Braille setup. So whether you're using one of our displays from Freedom Scientific or you're using a third-party display, uh, that setup is going to be brought as well. So your Braille should automatically work, and you don't have to go in there and reconfigure that. So it's a nice change. And for those of you who use Braille with multiple languages and you want to be able to switch your keyboard input, for instance, on the fly, the Braille uh, changes. The, we, we literally set up Braille profiles like speech profiles, and those will change on the fly with you as well. So for people who do um, foreign languages, whether they're doing localization work or studying a foreign language, or they're just interacting with a document that has two different languages in it, and they're Braillists, so they're looking at Braille output and input, this new capability is going to be uh, just such a great change. And, and I know I've heard from some of the folks in Europe that are using L Braille, and they are absolutely loving this change. And if you are interested in this and want to know more about it, um, on the 28th, tomorrow, uh, October 28th, they're doing a live webinar and you can get to it from the Freedom Scientific training pages. Sign up for that. And Adi Kushner and Glenn Gordon will be doing it. <clears throat> and uh, that'll obviously be um, posted again. So if you missed it on this date, you'll be able to hear it. I think it'll be live within a week or so. I think it, it runs from 10 at 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific tomorrow morning. Yeah, is I that going to be on Clubhouse too? Oh. I think it's on Clubhouse and on Zoom. I think it's going to be on both, okay. but I, I could yeah. be wrong. It's certainly on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, uh, the fact that you guys are—I think you're broadcasting to multiple platforms, right? Facebook, YouTube, Clubhouse. You guys we are, do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. which is really, really neat, and I uh, commend you highly for that. I think uh, you guys have mastered that, and it's really neat to be able to listen wherever you want, whenever you, you know, yep. uh, you could be in your car or wherever. Um, it's really kind of neat. I wake and up uh, and uh, eat breakfast listening to you guys in the morning when you do your Ask Sharky stuff. Yeah, we, we, so. uh, we have been putting a lot of uh, content out. Uh, we're pretty dedicated and, and, you know, we're spending uh, two days a week. We usually get out there with our beginner's corner and Ask Sharky and, We've got a great following, um, you know, 50, 100 people every day tuning in, listening in, and we, we talk about the latest and greatest. So we really appreciate it. Is it. Is there a lot of crossover or is it two entirely different audiences for each Clubhouse event? There is. I think there's quite a bit of crossover. And we don't get too deep on the Ask Sharky stuff. We try and keep, you know, we, we obviously try and keep the beginner's corner very focused on those new users and, and just getting people started. And, but we don't get too deep on the other one either. So, um, but you know, we get feedback and whether it's FS open line or whatever it is, we get feedback from 
consumers. And we've got a lot of our staff listening into this stuff. And, and, and it helps us come up with the ideas and make the changes. We've got a, a great change coming in the December update. And I'm just so excited about it. I haven't had a chance to try it personally yet, but we've been talking about it in-house. And it actually came out of an FS Open Line broadcast where Oleg Shefkin and uh, another guy, and I forget exactly who it was, but a guy here in the States that both do broadcasting and they needed the ability to uh, monitor the exact time, minutes and seconds as they were broadcasting so that they would know exactly when they were supposed to end. And they explained that they would like to, to be able to get this output on their Braille display and that there were some other guys that had created an add-on in one of the uh, open-source screen readers to be able to do this, and they'd love to see it in JAWS. So we took that to heart and went back and went to the drawing board and came up with a good solution. And I think we've taken it a step further, and uh, people are really going to appreciate this. So when we're done, uh, the goal is, now let me tell you how I think this is going to work. Now don't hold me to this. Because, uh, you know, it's all on the drawing board still, but uh, I think this will work in this fashion. There'll be a couple of new controls in the setting center. One will be a checkbox for show me the time in my status cells on my Braille display. And it'll be unchecked by default, but you could check that and always have the clock sitting there in your status cells. And then there's going to be a second control, which is radio buttons. Show me the time in hours, minutes, or show me the time in minutes, seconds. And you'll be able to decide which way you want that. And you'll be able to decide which way you want that application specific. So maybe one application you want to see minutes, seconds. The other applications, you just want to see the clock, hours, and minutes. So you always have that to review. And I'll, I'll tell you, it's... You know, as a, a sighted consumer of a computer, I I would be lost if I didn't have the clock on my computer. I don't want to have to have my timer out. I need to know what time it is on a regular basis. I got to keep track of when my meetings are coming up and things like that. So having a clock available to me all the time is really handy. So for those of you who use Braille, I think you'll like that. Now, someone's, someone should ask, well, what if I use my status cells? I want to be able to get information from my status cells. If my clock is there, how am I going to do that? So the guys have come up with a pretty ingenious little idea that you have router cells above the status cells on your Braille display, and those router keys don't do anything for status cells. So what we're going to try and do is make that those router cells, if you click one of the buttons above the status cells, will switch your status cells from either away from the clock and back to status cells for a short period of time or switch it back from status cells to clock. So whichever way you use it, it'll switch to the other one whenever you click those buttons. So I think this will be a pretty cool little feature. And as we started to talk about that one, another one came to mind. So we're actually working on a, another change. Now, if you want to switch on the fly and make it stick, you'll be able to use uh, the normal keystroke, which is 
on a, on a regular keyboard, insert F12 to tell you what time it is. If you do insert shift F12, it will switch your status cells off and put the clock there automatically or go the other way. It'll be a toggle. So it'll all make sense, and we'll demonstrate and explain that more in the December update. But uh, I think that's going to be a great change. And it was, again, came out of feedback that we get during these kinds of presentations. So keep those things in mind. Consumers are the best folks to help us really understand what people want to be able to do. And, and that feedback coming in really helps drive that. And then we go back and have some meetings. And I'll tell you, I, I work with a group of very talented individuals. As those of you who are involved in beta and so forth know, we've got some pretty smart folks back there. And these guys come up with a way if we explain the problem. So um, that, anyway. That's very, that's very cool, Eric. Um, yeah. I, I know this will be really helpful for those of us that run Station Playlist Studio, um, for mm -hmm. example, which is, uh, I know Glenn uses that uh, when he's broadcasts and uh, and I know, I know Brian Hargen has done quite a bit of, of work here in showing uh, time on the Braille display and, and for all kinds of different things, whether it's the local time or the uh, elapsed time of a track. So yeah, this is, this is great stuff. And, uh, I'm glad to see that it's, that it's going to come built in. That's going to be great. Yep. Yep. I think it'll be good. But I think, you know, for those of us who don't do that stuff and just want to have a clock available to me, to us at all times, I think this is going to be a great change. Um, for those of you who use Outlook, um, I think you'll notice as soon as you install 2022 responsiveness. Outlook is it's much faster. Word is much faster. Whether you're opening messages, moving through your inbox, uh, just working with emails in general, it's, it's definitely uh, quicker. And the reason for this is that we actually went back and we did um, – a pretty big overhaul of our script sets and how we interact with these applications over the past three or four months. And this was necessary because, you know, Microsoft has made lots of changes in office over the years. And rather than try and have a set of scripts that support all the different versions, things have changed a lot. So the new set are really targeted for the new Office 365 experience, and if you're running an older version of Office, you'll be using an older set of the scripts. And when we make those changes, we are able to speed things up quite a bit and uh, big improvements. Now, one of the feedbacks uh, that came in, and of course, one there was a feature we actually had to lose as we were making this change in Office 365, and that was the ability to do uh, customize your columns. Uh, to be able to change what's read as you move up and down. Now, you can still change these things in Outlook itself. You can go in and and uh, hide certain columns or rearrange the columns to get things to read in the order that you want. But one of the things that you cannot do in Outlook is deal with unread uh, announcement, the unread messages and attachments and and there was one other, and I can't, the, 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 that item escapes me at the moment, but um, you can now in 2022 go into quick settings. And let's say, for instance, I use this example because I think it's a good one, and someone had explained this to me. 
that they have a folder set up and messages that come into a listserv all get sent into this other folder. And then, you know, once a day or a couple of times a day, they'll jump to that folder. And there's lots of new messages that came in. And of course, they're all unread. And as you move up and down, rather than have to hear that unread before every item when you move to it, you could just disable that piece. That'd be fine. And you could read through those messages faster. So if you're in Outlook, you can do insert uh, V for quick settings and search for the word unread, and you'll find a choice there to be able to say, stop telling me about unread. And uh, once you've once you've uh, done that, left quick settings, now you go back through and you won't have to hear it. Whether it was unread or read, it won't be announced, and you'll get through that list much quicker. So that was the one thing that we had to take away and that uh, we put in this new adjustment to be able to deal with those columns because there's no way in Outlook to stop that announcement coming through to a screen reader. Um, one of the other things that we took away in 2022, you should be aware of, is installation to Windows 7. So if you still have a Windows 7 computer and you try to install the 2022, the installation will fail and basically tell you that that version of Windows is no longer supported and it will recommend that you go back and get the latest version of 2021. And so your your license for 2022 can be used, but you have to install the 2021 versions. Those will be the last releases we install on on Windows 7. And you know, there's a there's probably many reasons to do it, but the key the t- the top two I think are a Microsoft isn't maintaining Windows 7 in the future. And so we strongly recommend people consider moving on to Windows 10 or 11, actually. And uh, the other reason is for the same reason with older versions of Office. If we have to maintain features and test them against Windows 7, it's uh, it, it really, you know, it's, it's time consuming and it might actually limit what we can do in a feature if we have to think about the old operating system. So we've just stopped. So for those of you who are using Windows 7 computers, and trust me, there are not that many people out there still doing it. We see this in telemetry. Very, very small percentage of users are still running on Windows 7. Most people have moved on. So Windows 11 is the new one, and we've been making adjustments in 2022 for that. And uh, if you're moving on to Windows 11, you should have a very smooth transition. Works great. It's not that big a leap, actually, from Windows 10 if you're using a screen reader. Visually, it's changed. It looks a bit different. Things are kind of centered on the screen instead of the start menu being on the left side. It's in the middle. But if you're using a screen reader, everything kind of works with the same keystrokes and will sound the same. You should have no trouble moving into Windows 11. So don't hesitate. Um, tandem, let's talk about that because uh, we have made some significant changes on the Tandem side. So if you're using 2022, that's what you've installed. Um, tandem has been updated and Tandem sessions from 2022 will only work with other versions of JAWS that are up to date with the Tandem server. And currently, 
only the 2022 version is up to date. So if you're going to tandem to somebody that's not running 2022 this week, you've got to go back to your 2021 version and you can still connect to those older versions of our software. Over the course of the next uh, five days or so, there's going to be an automatic update available for 2021. And when you've installed that 2021 version, it will then communicate with 2022 also. And there's also going to be an update at the same time on our website of the 2020 release. We won't put it out as an automatic update because the only change in that 2020 is the new tandem support. So if you are a trainer, let's say, and you're working with clients who have 2020 and you're running 2022, you'll be able to go in and have them update their 2020. You'll have them download the new version of 2020 from our website, install it over top of what they've got, and then your tandem will work to it. If you've got clients that are on older versions of JAWS, 2019, 2018, you're either going to have to keep an older version of 2020 or 2021 around to be able to connect to them or help them to get that up, upgrade in some, in some form or fashion. And if you've got clients that are on those old versions and you need assistance with that, reach out to the tech support department and let them know what's going on. And the tech support department has the go-ahead to help get those people up to the latest 2020 version, at least if they can't. If they can't afford to get current, we'll get them up to the 2020 so you can still support them. We'll help you out with that. Uh, all of this is done in an effort to make sure that people stay safe and secure. We've got to make sure that we maintain this stuff and keep it up to date. As we all know, there's a lot of malicious stuff that goes out on out there on the Internet, and we want to make sure that we're on the latest and greatest technology. So it was time to get that tandem system updated for you. And in order to do that, we've got to, we can't go back and update every old version of JAWS. So we've gone back a couple of versions and I think that's going to take care of it for the most part. We did study telemetry a bit to look and see how many people were using tandem on these old versions. And there's a very, very small percentage of people who are still running the older versions and doing tandem. So I think we'll be all set. And Jeff, I know you've had some questions from folks do you think that kind of covers it? Is there any other questions you had on that one? Oh, I think that was Larry, actually. Oh. Uh, are you talking about Tandem? Yes. Yeah, it, it was just they wanted to know when. So I think you answered uh, that. They wanted to know when. Yes, it, it'll happen very soon. I, I think by Monday, by next Monday, there'll be a 2021 and a 2020 version available for them. So stay tuned. It's... Uh, it's it's just about cleared test. I think it's gotten into the beta group. Have you guys gotten it yet in the beta group, Larry? No. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Well, you'll get it very shortly. Um, I know they, they trusted me with it. As, I think it was this yesterday or this morning I got them. So you guys should get them soon. And in that 2021 version, by the way, the reason we're doing the automatic update for that one is that not only are we changing the tandem stuff, but we've actually rolled back quite a few things, including some stuff for Windows 11, which we thought was important. Uh, some, some of the adjustments we've done for Windows 11 to make things work a little bit better, we've rolled that back to 2021. So if you're 
somebody may, you know, we have a lot of people out there that work in organizations that are not necessarily going to ever take a new version immediately. So they stay back on an old version for a while. So we do want to try and maintain that 2021 build. And we, I think we've put 30 or 35 changes into this update that's coming out. So if you still got 2021 on your machine, by all means, get that update when it hits on Monday. And with that, we're at 840. Why don't we open it up and let's get questions in? I'm yeah, sure let's do that. Yep. Yeah, I know we have one hand at least raised. Yeah, Mitchell, you can go ahead and unmute. Uh, hey, Eric. Hi, Mitchell. Hey, I wanted to thank you for this morning. Which was this morning? Clubhouse? Uh, yeah, the, yeah. what you explained to me on Clubhouse, that made a difference. Thanks. Great. Excellent. While we're waiting for other hands, um, do you know if there's been any changes for Microsoft Teams, uh, Eric? Well, you know, on our side or on Microsoft side? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, I can tell you on, on the Microsoft side, that changes all the time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's oh changing gosh, constantly. Yeah. And they oh put gosh, some yeah. things in and then they turn them back off. And Yes. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, yes. It's, yeah. So we're, I mean, Jeff, you know, as an organization, we've embraced it as have many. So we are all using teams within our organization. We feel everybody's pain where they're having troubles. We're making constant uh, uh, modifications on our side where we can, but also recommendations and trying to work closely with the Microsoft team that works on this product to try and uh, make sure that we understand where they're going and, and make sure that we can make the modifications to meet them when they're there. So uh, Teams is, is here to stay. We're all going to be using it, and uh, and I, it'll continue to get better. Sometimes you take a step forward, and then you take a step back, but it'll get better. One yeah. of the interesting surprises that a lot of blind people heard on Teams within the last couple of weeks was that it began to say Microsoft Teams QSP, mm-hmm. and we found that that was something that was not seen visually on the screen, but we continue to hear that. Is that is that a Microsoft fix, or is that or is there anything that, that Vespiro can do about that? No, that's something on the Microsoft side, and I don't quite understand exactly what it was yet, but uh, that's that's a notification coming across from them. Is that happening in the consumer version? You know, because Windows 11 shipped with chat, right, which is really uh, a version of Teams for consumer, which also adds a little bit of... Um, yeah, this was on yeah. the Windows 10 side. It was on the Windows 10 side. Okay, yeah, yep. interesting. I, I haven't heard that, so that's interesting. Yeah, I see it at work all the time. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but again, but again, it comes back to you know, gosh knows what builds I'm running. I mean, it changes all the time. That's it's a moving target. It's truly a web-based app, that's for sure. It yeah. can turn features and, on and off very quickly. It is, and it's very difficult because we can all we could be all running the same version, and we can all be getting a little different experience based on where you are in the in the gating so they turn these things on and they turn them off so you can't really tell who's got them and who doesn't so everybody's out there comparing notes but it'll get better how about steve bauer yeah, is on steve the top bauer. of the list steve oh, right ahead. all right thanks eric uh 
I'm especially looking forward to the uh, being able to switch count, uh, switch sound cards quickly. That'll be wonderful. Um, this question may me need to go to tech support. I'm not sure. I kind of stepped in. I'm one of those guys that heard you talking about renewing SMAs, and uh, I never got around to it and installed last night and realized, oh, gosh, I hadn't. So I went and bought a... Uh, a um, annual license mm-hmm. and now when i uh bring up jaws 22 it asks me to uh redo the um authorization and so i do and it says authorization successful and then it goes back and says uh do authorization i'm in, the, in this authorization loop as it were i can't uh, hmm. seem to get out of it but you so you, you did you purchase the home annual license that's correct and did you log into the portal? Did you get the email and log into the portal? Um, I got an email saying confirming my order, but uh, yeah. So you should have gotten a second email. Okay. So when, you, when you bought, I haven't gotten yeah. that yet. So that okay. Yeah, that's what and, I need. and and you would have gotten it right away. So mm. you might want to look in your in my spam folder. Spam folder. <laughs> and if you don't find it there, you don't have to call tech support. You can call into customer service in the morning. Okay. And just let them know and they can assist you in finding that because they've got a copy of it as well and they can send it to you. And once you get that second, that email from the portal, it, uh, and, and as a matter of fact, if it's been, if it's, once it's been a day or two, I think it may, you may have to get a new one anyway. So you might need to talk to tech supply, I mean, to customer service to get that. But from that email, you click it, it takes you to the portal. You then register on the portal, and then you do your activation from the portal. And when JAWS runs, if it finds a portal license, it, it looks for that first, and it will use it. And so it'll just ignore your ILM license. So you're still messing with the ILM license that's on your machine, and you never actually got the portal license. Okay. I, I didn't realize I'd get that second email, so I'll, I'll deal with that tomorrow morning if it's not yep, my spam yeah, folder. Thanks. And yeah, uh, another one, quick Yep, Another quick question. Um, uh, do you know, is Lisi uh, working currently with JAWS 22? Yes, I believe that Brian's got that all set. And uh, I think it actually migrates right in now when you install. I'm yeah, not positive a, a, on that a, one. A but a friend of mine actually had to reinstall Lisi, and that's what I was concerned about, because then, then I'll lose all my settings uh, from Lisi, because it didn't seem double, to... Double check with with uh with Hartchin consultancy but i believe he's got that figured out so yeah, he right. should be able to give you some feedback yeah, yeah, John, does. it came out yesterday yeah. right, shortly after jaws so it's it is up and running if you have other third-party stuff like station playlist running there's a slight change in how you the order that you put them in uh but but brian can go over all of that with if you, if you drop him an email sounds good yeah. that might be on the website too I'm going to check hardship.org. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is. I bet it is. Yeah, he's, fact, he's generally talking, very, very, very thorough. Yeah. I've got so, the email, too. I'll send it to you, Steve. Oh, okay. Thank you. Cool. All right. And, so I, Steve, and I owe you an email, to- too, uh, Steve. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you remembered. I was going to gently bug no, you. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I, no, <laughs> I owe you one, too. Steve, why don't you just give your email to the list, and everybody listening no, no, tonight no, no. could send you. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't get. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got people already calling saying, don't do that. That is exactly. You'd be in trouble. Right. Well, Steve, talk to customer service if you don't find that. Let me know if the if it's painful, especially. Let me know. 
no, no, no. The, the, only, the, only, the only pain is my uh, negligence or whatever. So, you know, it's only, yeah. what, five bucks a year more to do the annual license or something. So I'm I'm good. But uh, anyway, thanks. You know, I think you'll like the annual license. That portal solution works out pretty well because you can now uh, move licenses on and off your machine. You don't have to think about SMA anymore. You just got to maintain the license with the expiration date. Yes, and I have two dead machines that I need to move the license off of, so hopefully I don't need to actually have the machine to do that, but yes. No, you don't. You can uh, you can move if you've got if you've got the portal license if you installed the portal license on some machine in some location and then left there and forgot your license there, you can just log into the portal from your home computer and you can go back and manage and say, "Oh, deactivate that computer I forgot." Awesome, and and you get your key back, so it's, it's yeah, a great we, solution. We need that for like pro licenses and everything. Yeah, Everybody that's all. That that's way. all coming. We're heading that direction. Uh, stay tuned. We're, we've got a team working on this stuff, and it's a lot to uh, to get done. So we're we're busy. We're busy in the background getting this all sorted out. I would love a feature where I just give you a credit card number, and uh, you never have to contact me again, and just charge my well, card every year. Pay attention. Because uh, you're going to hear more about that in November. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, who, so who's Penny, next? Who else we got? Penny uh, Moss. Penny Moss. Hey, how y'all doing? Can y'all hear me? Yes. Hey, Penny. Oh, okay. Uh, first, I want to tell y'all go Atlanta. So, um, <laughs> you know, if y'all really need the score, I'll be happy to get that for you. Penny, I'm with you. I'm I'm all for Atlanta because Houston beat the Red Sox. So yeah, so I'm yeah. You. Well, thank you, Eric. I, you know, I appreciate that. But anyway, I installed JAWS 22 and I checked the migrate settings, which I love because all my Braille settings went right up and it's running. But my question is, and it might have to be a Brian Hardin question: Do I have to move my? Uh, I have his scripts for Zoom. Do I have to move those over to 2022 or reinstall, or does anybody know? Because should, I think they should have come because I thought they stuff. should have come. Yeah, I yeah. thought they should have come automatically. Well, the reason I asked is when I hit insert H, when I'm in Zoom and I hit insert H to go in there and see if he's got any updates, the only thing I see are the commands. And I air down to the bottom where it says check for updates, and it's not there. Did you do insert Q while in Zoom to see what, what it said about which scripts were loaded? Uh, no. Because it should say, I'm trying to remember what the wording is, but it should give a build number, which I think is 40, 40 no, 52, I think it is. for. Brian. Okay, they, maybe that's what I did wrong. Okay, I'll do the insert Q. The other thing is, do I have to go back? Now, I usually... When I upgrade, I take off the older version, and I forgot how to get to that Explorer JAWS with that version. I, I know that there's a way to do it, and it asks you if you want to repair. What's the command? Yeah, so that's so that's a, a good question. Um, so you have you put on 2022, and you've got an older version of JAWS, and can you uninstall that version? Doesn't matter. Uh, first of all, it probably doesn't matter if you uninstall it. Most of the time, most of us have all kinds of room on our hard drive, and uninstalling an application like that doesn't really impact you. So I actually encourage you, go ahead and keep that one around. If it's one version back, keep it around because if for some reason you think, you know, maybe two weeks from now you run across something and you think, wait a minute, I don't remember it working this way. 
Well, then you can shut mm-hmm. down 2022. You can run, you can go right to the run dialog and type in JAWS 2021 and press mm-hmm. enter and it will start the 2021 version. And then you can test it with that and see but, if you find a difference. Yeah, so keeping so the old version doesn't okay. hurt. I just forgot how to get to that explore JAWS. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I forgot how to do that. <laughs> but, but is this in order to uninstall it? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. So if you want to uninstall it, the best thing to do, I think, go to the start menu and type in control panel. Mm-hmm. And in the control panel, go to programs and features. Uh huh. And that brings you up to a list. And then you can move down to Freedom Scientific and look for Freedom Scientific JAWS 2021. Uh huh. And when you're on that, press enter. It'll uninstall that. And then okay. just leave. Leave shared components. Just uninstall that version and its user settings, and it'll clean out 2021, and it'll leave 2022 alone. And, if, okay, if, and then leave the shared components. And if you, can, yeah. and if you can get to f- programs and features, Penny, you can use first letter navigation and go click to F. You don't have to arrow down to 5 million yeah. of them to get to the but one you make, want. Yeah. But make sure you find the Freedom Scientific JAWS 2021. Right. You'll also find 2022 there. You don't want to yep. uninstall it. Right, that. right, right. But now, do okay. I need to, do I need to, one last quick question, and I'll let y'all go. Do I need to update 2021 for a while just in case I have somebody that does the beta thing and just keep it for a little while and go ahead and go back and update that on Monday when it comes I, out? I don't think so. In, unless you're someone who is um, trying to assist other users or something, I, mm-hmm. I don't think so. If you've got 2022 and that's what you're using, don't worry about going back and updating your 2021. Just you can leave it alone. Okay. It and did y'all make fine. any? Did y'all make any changes in Zoom to make it easier? Did y'all put any new things in there? We're, we're constantly tweaking it. So 2022 is going to be different from 2021 on Zoom, but uh, it'll continue to get updated as we do updates every six weeks. So okay. stay, up, stay up to date on that. Okay. okay. Well, that's all I got. Thank you. Thanks, Penny. And Bobby's got his hand up. Yeah, and John Farina had his hand up, too. Either one yeah. guys. Hello? Hello, Bobby. Hey, Eric. How are you doing? Good. I am happy to tell you I got a brand new PC a couple of months ago. It's an HP. Now I'm my question is if I go to if I go to using JAWS for Windows, back, you know, back to using JAWS again, how many gigs of RAM does JAWS require? So that is a loaded question. Um, it's eight it, gigs. I have eight gigs. Eight, eight gigs should be plenty for you for JAWS. It's not so much about how much JAWS needs. It's more about how much do you need to run the applications that you're going to be running on your computer alongside of JAWS. So if you're someone that does a lot of different uh web tabs, you're keeping a lot of web pages open and you're running Excel and you're running Word and you're running Outlook, and you have lots of applications running, well, the more RAM on your computer, the better off you're going to be. And I would recommend nothing less than eight. Um, and I would actually suggest that people consider, if they're getting a new computer today, there's no reason not to go straight to 16. Um, the more, the better. It's not going to hurt you. But uh, for minimum requirements, you can literally get away with running Windows 
10 with four gigs of RAM and JAWS for Windows, and you can run Outlook all day long, or you can run a browser all day long. As long as you're not doing lots of different applications, you should be just fine. But I wouldn't recommend, uh, yeah. you know, eight to, eight to 16 is fine. Yeah, and I also have a laptop, um, an Acer laptop. Now, the, the downside to having a laptop is I couldn't replace both of them at once because that would have been too expensive. But the laptop only has four gigs. What do I do? Well, you've been running JAWS on it just fine? Um, Just, just a demo. Okay. Well, I mean... I don't have an upgraded version right now, so... Well, when you get an upgraded version, it'll run just fine. On that Acer with 4 gigs of RAM, I'm sure you'll be just fine with JAWS. It'll work. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, that's all I needed to know. All right, Bobby. And John Farina? Yes, hi. Um, Hi there. I, I apologize for any background noise that happened earlier. I didn't get the tablet here to on to uh to mute it back i upgraded this morning and uh had a had a few glitches which were my own making so we won't talk about those uh but i have a i have a question as a ham radio operator i we get a lot of things that have the amateur radio call signs in them I remember doing this once to get JAWS to say call signs, but I'll be darned if I can think of how to do it now, as in W2QCY or phonetically. Um, and any thoughts on that? And if that's a technical support question, I'm glad to call them tomorrow. No, so I'm I'm not, and maybe some other user will chime in here, but I think if you move to it and it's, it reads all the letters all at once. Yep, that's what it that's what it does. I yeah, did so, do the alphanumeric. Um, yep. What does it say? I'm not next to my computer right now, so yeah. Can't so duplicate if, the, if if you're on it. if you're on the word and you do say word twice quickly, it should spell it. If you do it three times, I think it does it alphanumerics, and you can do the same thing with say characters. So you can. If you uh, do say character twice quickly, I think it puts it in the mode. Then you can arrow across it, and you'll hear it in that fashion. Oh, that's right. It may do that. Okay, that uh, that may help. I thought there was another way, but uh, I'll keep playing. Thank you. Yep. Okay, thanks. And Steve Bowers got his hand back up. Yeah, thanks. A uh, quick question. I since I already installed 22 and uh, my settings don't seem to have migrated for some reason, is there any way from 2022 that I can go back and say, grab my settings from that's, 21? That's a great question. And and I, I'm, I'm really anxious to understand why that didn't work because it certainly should have worked. But uh, yes, if you go into the utility menu of 2022, and at the bottom of the utility menu, if you hit up arrow a few times, I think you'll find a thing called import uh, export or something like that, a menu choice. And if you open that up in there, you'll find the migrate settings option. And it's a manual solution to do it. Now, this should still work. So if you press enter on that, 
you should be able to say migrate my settings from and it'll look for your older version that's there and it should move those settings for you. That will not migrate. I don't believe that's going to migrate any Braille settings. So if you've got a, a Braille display set up in 2021 that you wanted to bring to 2022, I'm not sure that that is going to do it. Uh, the automatic system does it, but I'm not sure the uh, manual one did. And if that fails, all is not lost. You could still go to your start menu, type in the word utility. And if you down arrow, you'll find JAWS 2021 utility folder. That's the one you're looking for. You'll also find the JAWS 2022 utility folder. So make sure you find 2021. You press enter on that folder and it'll open up Windows Explorer and you'll look down for um, my settings. And in there, uh, you get into a, a folder that's got all of your settings stuff. You can actually s select all of that stuff, control A, get it all, copy it. Then you can open up the same thing on 2022 and go into the same location in 2022 utilities and paste it. But uh, I am con I'm concerned because I, that really should have just brought the settings in. I don't understand why it wouldn't have. Is this a is this your own PC at yes. home? This isn't yeah. this is nothing special about the setup. Well, the only thing special is that I tried to upgrade and then realized I didn't have a license, so that may have screwed everything up. I don't I don't know. Um. That shouldn't have caused that, right? That shouldn't have caused it. No, it still yeah. should have tried to move the settings. Got AirPods. What's that? I think that's somebody Sorry, having I, another I conversation. Oh. Okay. oh, yeah. So I, I don't know why that would have happened. But Steve, if try and do it with the manual thing, and if that doesn't work, you might call support with this one. They can okay. help you. They can help you get those settings in. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. And Roberta has a hand up. I do. Thank you. I um, This is wonderful to listen to. You guys are way, way beyond where I'm at. Um, I would like to know where to find out more about these. It sounded like some kind of a regular webinar or gathering that you mentioned, mm -hmm. like something for beginners, something called Hey Sharky. Yeah. Something so for a thing, beginners a thing intermediate. Called there's a thing called Clubhouse. Have you ever heard of Clubhouse? I have. I don't do it, but I've heard okay. of it. Okay. Well, Clubhouse is a place that you can you can uh, go into and you can find the Ask Sharky or Beginner's Corner is the thing you're looking for. And you can do Clubhouse right on your iOS device. Do you have an iPhone? I'm talking to you on an iPhone, yes. Okay, so you can get the app for Clubhouse right there on your iPhone. And once you get into Clubhouse app, search for Beginner's Corner. And we do the Beginner's Corner, I think it's on Wednesdays each day. So next week we'll be back on, on that. And I think we generally do that around today. I think we did it at 11 Eastern time. Okay, great. And uh, once you, once you, you know, that's a good place to come into. And we also do the Ask Sharky thing either on Mondays or Tuesdays. And that usually happens at 9 or 10 in the morning Eastern. 
And okay. uh, either one of those are a great place to come and just hang out and listen. We talk, you can ask questions and uh, it's a good opportunity. Okay, the, great. The, I- the other thing I highly recommend is, well, there's two things. One is make sure that you go through the basic training material that came with JAWS for Windows. And you have access to that right in your help menu of JAWS under training. And okay. take advantage of going through that basic training material. Whether you've got a an instructor that's worked with you or whatever, always go back through that basic training material. You'll learn something. Even after you've used JAWS for a while, to go back through it, some of the stuff will make more sense. And then Great. finally... On the Freedom Scientific website, there's a link for training on there. And if you go to the training page, there's all kinds of webinars and information, and it's all free. So you can participate in those webinars on Zoom, and it's very easy once you get started. And And there's a lot of good feedback. Roberta, let me suggest one more. There's so many things that Vespero is doing, and (laughs) and you don't even have to really move very far. Uh, If you go... On Thursdays, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, on Media 5, here on ACB Radio, Media, ACB Media, um, Vespero does a series. It's called Vespero Training Series every single Thursday. Uh, there has been a topic adjustment. Tomorrow, Ron Miller will be with us, and he's going to be talking about Braille, uh, Chrome, Braille on the Chromebook. Uh, but, that's, but that's every that single one, Thursday with a different host. That's the one that's on, that's on the community event. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And they're on okay, every great. single Thursday. Awesome. Eric has even right. been known to frequent that every couple, few months. Or so. I think I'm scheduled yes. on that in November. Uh, Are you? Yeah, in another week or cool. so. Cool. So. Cool. But awesome. Roberta, you All know, right. don't, you know, everybody goes through the growing pains. Don't think. Uh, <laughs> Don't think that everybody knows how to do this. Stuff. No, we, we all, all started. Learned. We all started in yes. the same place. We're, we're, we're yeah. if, you know, when I'm as old as Larry, you almost are. You'll never catch him. Eric. You'll never catch him. I'm not even as old as Larry. So. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but you're closer than uh, Eric. Bye yeah. bye. <laughs> Eric, have you guys thought about doing a podcast of the Ask Sharky and and the Beginners Corner? I think, uh, yeah, I think we've started doing it. Oh, I know I for sure, Sharky is. I, I don't know about Be- uh, Beginner's Corner. Beginner's but- Corner, too. But I think we like we record the first half hour before questions. And then I think we oh. broadcast that because each hour we try and we talk for a half hour and then we and then we take questions. and, and, and Yeah, uh, but, and, but some and of the best stuff is when you're talking to customers because they bring up questions. And yeah, I mean, but it I, would be great I, just to. I Leave think they're in. afraid of liability or something. If you oh, do I see. Okay. Recording, so okay. we just don't do it. Interesting. But okay, I, the, I'm subscribed the, the to that, both. The, the, okay. the one that's really enjoyable, and and even if you're a beginner, it's the FS Open Line we do once a quarter. Yeah, I think that's a great. That's a great. Uh, that's a great free one. Uh, anybody listen to FS Cast today? Yes. Yeah, when so it first came out. A great interview with the accessibility person at mcdonald's and uh you know the big news is that jaws for windows has been incorporated into those kiosks where you can order food when you walk into a mcdonald's restaurant and so they demonstrate that on the fs cast and they actually interviewed the one of the accessibility project uh, program managers at uh, mcdonald's 
who was involved in this process. And it's been going on for several years to get this working just right. And they're rolling out uh, all over the country uh, in these kiosks in the McDonald's restaurant. So you'll be able to go in there and use JAWS to order your food. It's pretty cool. Wow, you guys should put a list up on the website where you could find these things. Yeah, that'd be neat. Well, yep, yep. Cool. They're uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be popping up all over the place. Now, Larry awesome. and John, I think they sent you guys one. I think there is one out in California. Have you guys been it, able to get to it? It's yet? about ten minutes from us. We were just talking about that today, and we haven't gone yet. But we plan to in the next week or so to both go out there. Even though I don't frequent McDonald's that often, you don't I want have to eat their food. You can no, just I can just walk up to the kiosk and, and then sure. cancel. Yeah, just yeah. Stand there for a while. Play with it. <laughs> <laughs> You could just wait for someone to walk up behind you and say, what, what would you like? I'll order it for you. <laughs> you, can, you can put on your Ronald McDonald face. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the FS cast, when they interviewed, and, and Glenn made a great point, I think. Uh, you know, the whole idea is you can easily walk up to the counter. Sure. But you don't want to be asking them to read you the menu. No. So if you really want to read the menu, this is the way to do it. Yep. Gives you an opportunity to zip through it. Yeah, we'll do that in the next week or so. We're going to go out there. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And don't miss FS Cast next time because, and I'm going to, I'll give you a little preview of one because I've listened to the interview. He's literally interviewed someone who is legally blind uh, who became uh, an embalmer. And really? works, at, yes, and and runs a funeral home. Oh my and God! I am potting oh my, my mic now, down. Now you should have. What you an run interesting that, interview! I you, can't you, believe that. Wait till you hear wow. this. Wow! Oh my gosh, she is wonderful, and she just puts a whole new light on that industry. And uh, what a great story! Hmm. You'll really enjoy it. How how did he find that story? I forget. Um, I I forget wow. exactly how he came across this one. But uh, boy, that's you know, great. Glenn's got a way of finding people. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, Eric, thank you very. Do we have any other hands for Eric? By the way, Rick, we do not. No. Nope. Okay. Okay. Well, Fantastic. Eric, thank you very, very, very much, and uh, we really appreciate you coming on tonight. This was a blast. And we'll have to have you back, uh, you know, next year, cl- probably closer to CSUN when you may have some stuff to talk about we, oh, in yeah. the mid-year part of it where we can talk about upcoming changes and all that kind of fun stuff. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Good to be here. Wonderful to see everybody and talk to everybody again tonight. Thanks, Eric. Bye-bye. On to baseball. On to baseball. Yes, sir. Woo-hoo, Go batter up. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Our sec- Bye-bye. Thanks. Our second hour has already begun, and we have both Peggy Carpenter and Don Barrett from the IAC committee with us, as well as John and myself and Jeff. And we thought we'd kind of talk a little bit about maybe things happening on iOS 15 and anything else from a technology perspective. What's that? Windows 11. Windows 11, yes. Uh Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Yeah. Well, let's first welcome uh, Peggy and Don first. And uh, hey, guys, how you doing? Hi, how are Hi. you? 
Doing good. Did you upgrade your uh, Jaws yet, Peggy? No, I don't. Uh, I'm a Mac user. So. Oh, you're a Mac user. That's right. That's right. Okay. Did you hear about okay. the McDonald's kiosks? Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> I should go there. I'll tell you. Yeah, there you, there, uh, there you go. Coffee's good yeah. and cheap, right? <laughs> you should be able to use a Big Mac on a Big Mac, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and but how about you, Don? iOS 15, so. Oh, good. We'll get you, we'll get to that in a minute. How about you, okay. Don? Oh, I think Don is. Are we muted. closed captioning for Don Barrett tonight? Here, I don't know. He, I don't know. He was here earlier. Hello, hello. There you go. There you hey, are. I'm Am I unmuted now? There. Yes, you, you are. are. Yeah. Whoever the mute goddess is or God, I will. That's thank right. You. Yeah. Are you? Uh, I, did you upgrade to your Jaws twenty twenty two yet, Don? Of course. And yeah. uh, Lacey's working uh, for anyone who's a. Uh, uh, I think somebody I talked to had Lisi, um, the migrate feature detected Lisi and then stopped the migration, didn't migrate allegedly because of Lisi, but I, I don't know. Uh, that that okay. story is to be continued. I'm sure Brian's on top of all that. But, uh, so I think they had to do a manual, uh, moving of stuff over from their old settings to their new settings as Eric right. was explaining. I want to t- I want to hear about the embalmer. Really, I know. Yeah, that got my attention. I, I don't well, understand. You know, I think did. where that came from, you guys heard the Corey Jackson interview, right? Yeah. Yes. Well Corey was talking about that was his j- dream was to be an embalmer, to grow up and run a funeral home. And he's fascinated by that whole topic. You're right. And I bet you that sparked either Glenn's interest or he talked to Corey and said, well, who do you know? And uh, wow. I wonder, I'd be really, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. Corey was involved in hooking them up. It's too coincidental, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, see, they should have run that one for this FS cast because it's right around it's Halloween. Halloween. So you're it right. Been, you're right. <laughs> it would have been perfect for it, you know. You could have played some ominous music and, mm-hmm. you know, and. All kinds of fun stuff, yeah. So, so Don, have you found any features that were not mentioned that you like in the Jaws 2022 release? No, I, uh, and I actually haven't tried any of the sound card features uh, that he was talking about, because I don't have occasion to. But I am curious, I guess, for finding the right sound card for Jaws, you have to have two sound cards, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, uh, the balance, but you can put a USB headset on, for example, Don, and that's you right. could change that way. And then play with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Don, you got a new toy. Uh, you got a new uh, a new device. Yep. And, I, I, and I'm wondering if you found the, the secret little feature in that thing that, uh, that, that came with that with narrator. Did you, did you, did you uh, experience that on, that on that machine? Uh... Did Randy tell you, you about this? I guess you don't mean my 13 Mini, because that doesn't have narrator on it. Oh, you got a Mini. Wow. Okay, we'll you talk know, about that. I, I shouldn't have. Well, I like the size, because I turned in an 8. I'm a slow adopter, as you can tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, but, uh, so you, you got a Surface Laptop 4? Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, did you did you notice the FN key on that device? 
Yes, and I think it's very cool. It's an FN lock. It automatically locks on or locks off. Yeah, now, oh. now the thing I didn't ask Eric about was, did you notice what narrator does with that key? Well, narrator says FN lock on or FN lock off. That's right. It does, yeah. That's so, great. yeah, yeah. We uh, did that a couple years ago at Microsoft. That's um, very cool. Yeah. A nice so, little machine, too. Yeah, it's a nice little machine. So I didn't know if you noticed that or not. It was, uh, um, As a matter of well, fact, Randy and I figured that out together because we were trying to figure out how to make sure the function keys did their software operations rather than hardware. And, well, we worked on that. We worked on that feature. Uh, actually, another member of, of, of the Windows team um, back in the day worked on that feature. And uh, we got to see it internally, but I never saw it on an actual shipping device until last year when I was in Phoenix. And I got so excited when I actually saw it work on an actual customer's uh, laptop. So that was, that was kind of neat. So I just wanted to point it out. It's, it was, very, uh, cool. it's, very, it's very, very, very cool. Well... Uh, it's been a it's been a busy time, and, and maybe we should go back to Peggy first, and then we'll get back to you and your. There mini. you go. I, I bet you I know what you're complaining about on that one. Um, we'll, we'll get there in a minute, but uh, so so Peggy, you're uh, have you upgraded your Mac and your phone? Then are you all all up? No, I've not upgraded the Mac yet. No, I have not. Not done brave the Mac enough yet, yet huh? Mm. I'm not brave enough yet. I I'm not hearing quite as good things about it as. Uh, as iOS, so I'm. Oh, that's fascinating. Huh. I hadn't heard. I haven't heard negative stuff on that side, but, but you're yeah, probably closer I, to I, it than. No, uh, I saw somebody was saying more bugs than in iOS uh, 15. But, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. We want to stick around. So, so you what? What, fo- what phone do you have, Peggy? I actually have a um, an SE 2020. I will be getting a new one. I, I haven't decided which 13 to get. Um, do you know? Does does do any of the thirteens work better with the air tags? Because mine is old enough that it doesn't um, give you kind of the uh, exact directions when you have an air tag. No, know, any of the thirteens will work, I believe. Okay, all right. So I, um, uh, I have an opinion on which one I think you should buy. But well, we can talk about I, I, that first. You know, I might buy the pro. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking about it, but. I, I, well, let's talk to Don about that. Because now, Don, you bought the Mini, right? The 13 Mini? I did. Yeah. So what, before I give you my opinion, because I have one, um, uh, what, what is what is your thoughts on the Mini? Well, the, the battery life sucks. I mean, there's no getting around it. Yeah. Uh, but I really like the size. I mean, like I say, I have, I've had an 8 for years, and they're very, very close in size. So I just turned in the eight. I couldn't believe Apple gave me some money back for the eight. I didn't think they would. Really? How much did you get? Uh, actually, T-Mobile, 75 bucks. Wow. That's Not a lot, shocking. Just, you know, well, no, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, so what kind of battery life are you getting? Well, if I leave it unlocked for a good part of the day, if I'm doing a lot on it, by the you know end of the day, it's down to 20% or even lower. Oh, that's better off than I thought. Um, that's better. That's better than I expected it to be. Um, yeah, that might be better than my SE. I'll tell you, my SE is not great. It's, uh, I usually have to plug in at some point, but I use my phone an awful lot, um, doing something on it most of the time, but usually by like four in the afternoon, I got to 
charge it. Now, now, Rick, you got a new phone. Yes, I did. Yeah. And what did you get? I got the um, Pro Max, 13 Pro Max. Okay. And, and, and you're getting great battery life on that, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. The battery life isn't bad. Although, it, you know, they, they brag about how how much you're supposed to get. It, it doesn't seem much better than the 11 that I had, though, surprisingly. You're supposed to get, what is it, Peggy, two and a half hours more? On the I think that's what max. I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think you're supposed to get two and a half more. No, I get hours. to the end. I get to the end of the day, and it's you know it's it's down around forty percent, which I you know I expected to be more than that. But anyway, that's not that's not bad. Is, is that a well? Your day starts early though. <laughs> I mean, you start at, you start at like five a.m. or some crazy yeah, thing, some, don't you? Yeah, some sometimes earlier than that. Yeah, yeah, and then, <laughs> so so for you to last all day like that, that's. That's actually, because what what time do you, your day end? Ten. I would yeah. say ten ten thirty for me. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So you're yes. looking at you're looking at uh, what eighteen hour day? That's not bad for for uh, eighteen <laughs> hours of of use. Yeah. So it, it, it's a nice phone. I mean, it's it's heavy. It's a lot heavier. Yes, it is heavier. Now, my wife purchased a um, iPhone thirteen Pro. I did not. I'm upgrading my um, Apple Watch from Series 5 to Series 7. Um, and uh, so, yeah, and I, I have a 12 Pro Max at the moment. So. So I had yeah. an interesting experience with the 13. I have never used Face ID until I got this mini. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. And I started hating the phone. Because I just could not get it to work no matter what I did. Did you turn attention mode off? Yeah, well, voiceover turns that should, off. Should turn that off yeah. automatically, yeah. But it, so here's what I found out. And, of course, the great mighty Judy iPhone Dick. solver, Judy. Judy Dixon, yes. Judy Dixon. She says, well, here's why it's not working. And we're going to sit and we're going to fix it. And before I knew it, it was working like a charm. What did she so, do? There's a feature which is on by default called raise to wake. Oh, Um, yes. And if people don't realize that and are less than on top of things like I was, I was holding the phone in my lap and then I'd pick it up. And then I decided, oh, I'm going to put it in front of my face and see if I can unlock the phone, thinking, oh, it would say, hey, I see a face. But I had raised it to wake while it was still in my lap, mm-hmm. and it was long gone in trying to use this idea. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What Judy said is, no, 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 you need to have it laying down. And when you pick it up, put it in front of your face because you've activated raise to wake. And it was just incredible. She was just. I turned that feature off, by the way. Huh? I turned off raise to wake. Yeah, I know another person who did, and they just use the side button when they want to do Face ID, or or just or just or just slide your finger, you know, tap on the screen and slide your finger out. Yeah. So I'd be curious to know what do you think the advantages are of not having it? Wait, does the iPhone have that, or is it just on the Apple Watch for Race to Wake, Peggy? I I think I've turned Race to Wake off on the on the uh, watch even. 
Um, no, it has it on the watch, I know, but I didn't think that was a feature on the phone, though. No, it? I think it is. I think it, it is. is. It's on it yeah, yeah. Where is I that? I turned mine off, too. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. Settings, I'm trying to remember where and Now you're going to make me go look. I think now, it's... See? I think it's under general, maybe not accessible. No, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, well, Don, I, you should remember. You just changed it, right? No, this is a long time ago. No, John. I mean, I mean, Don. John. John. Don. You know, Come on, watch his lips. <laughs> I didn't change it because it was already on. I just didn't. I wasn't honoring that fact that it was already on and working. I had. All right, no, I'll find. I'll, I'll find yeah. it here in a minute. I think it's under um, <laughs> base ID, maybe. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll continue bantering here back and forth on that. So, so does anyone want to talk a little bit about what iOS 15 things they found and liked now that it's been out for a couple of weeks? I have one thing. I don't want to hog. I'll, I'll let other hog away. Hog away. So, one of the things that makes me crazy is when I'm using. Uh, Uber Eats or Grubhub or one of these food apps and the phone rings or something and I I lose the menu and I'm hungry and you know how I am when I get hungry Uh, when I'm exercising you get hangry do you? hangry yes (laughs) (laughs) so I'm exercising and the phone rings anyway the focus feature is just wonderful and it's working much better since the upgrade to 15.1 I have a personal setting that when I'm using three or four now, and Bard Mobile is another one, you can set yeah. so when you open Bard Mobile, Do Not Disturb goes on, and you can name as many apps as you want, I think, that will actually activate Do Not Disturb automatically, and when you leave the app, Do Not Disturb goes off. So it's just a, a great feature. I think it's one of my favorite features in iOS 15. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, I haven't used Focus much myself yet, except, of course, for, you know, Do Not Disturb at night, which is no longer under Do Not Disturb on the phone. It's under Focus now. It's now. Like sleep. Is it, yeah, it's under Focus, but I think you have to go into sleep or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I see a feature that I'd like to turn off, and I'm not quite sure where. It's when I when I open the screen, I get these descriptions. Um water on a black background or whatever it is and i don't need that i don't care about it but it comes up when i when i open the screen sometimes and i can't remember now if it's before i unlock it or after i unlock it and it goes to the i've seen that too and i have not found a way of turning that off either it's it's not necessary yeah i don't know if that's part of the image description stuff that's enabled i don't think so i think it is you think so I thought if you turned image, image description off, it might it might not do that, but I, I'm not sure. Hmm. The thing that was okay. driving me nuts is I had I was getting haptic little oh. taps, you know, mm-hmm. that was oh, driving yes. me nuts, and I kept going into sounds and haptics, you know, right on the on the first settings menu, and I kept turning off haptic, you know, and I'd still be getting it. Well, finally, somebody said, told me that, oh, no, you have to go into um, voiceover and then go into sounds and haptics and uh, turn it off in the air. And there's something called um, something like uh, 
nothing found or something like that that you turn off because Thomas Donville did a demonstration of that in an Apple of his podcast here recently. And then I think they turned it off by default in the next update. Oh, maybe did, did they? Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I had a game that I play a lot and uh, man, every time I'd move my finger on the screen, I'd be (laughs) little taps. Yeah. I'm not thrilled with the new calendar. I haven't gotten used to it yet. Um, there's definitely something different there. Um, when And I end up setting meetings that are like three days long when I don't mean to. And <laughs> so I've got to play around with that more. I understand um, um, well, that... To work for the government, so three days Well, yeah, those were three norm. days long, weren't they, Don? Yeah. Yes, they were, <laughs> and still are where I am. Yep. <laughs> But uh, I understand there's a couple of podcasts out about that, too, so I've got to get those. So, so the calendar issue that you're running into, uh, this was worse in 14, where you had to physically type in the the numbers uh, as opposed to flicking up and down to change the, the, either the, the time or the date in the calendar. Yeah, I don't have, I generally don't have a problem with the date because I, I can use the calendar. You know, I, I don't mind going down and finding it on the calendar or the date. Uh, the but time, the, right? the time is the one that's driving me nuts because I'll, it'll say like, you know, 7, 7 a.m. collapsed, you know. So then I'll think, okay, well, I got to open that. So I hit, hit that. And then, and then I don't get, I can't find the picker. It's like not right, right if there. If you don't tap so. on it, it's going to act like the 14. Uh, oh, where uh, you have to control type it in? where you have to type it in. If you oh, don't tap okay. on it, then you can flick up and down and change the time. Oh, okay. So I don't want to expand it when it says. No, collapse. you do not want to expand yeah, it. No. Okay. No. Well, that's and, and and if you want to use, um, I don't know if you use. Do you use the Outlook app or are you strictly using Mail and Calendar? I'm just d- definitely using just Mail and Calendar. Well, I I um and I'm not trying to because i work for the company but <laughs> i um uh but the the i really really like i know some people don't care for this but i really do like the way that the outlook app handles the calendar don oh, have okay. you used the outlook app in, with the calendar haven't used the calendar but i love the way you can switch between mail uh, accounts very quickly you, know, you can have them all or you can just tap on the one you want and they mm-hmm. pop right up it's a great so, mm, so the cool, so the cool thing about um, Outlook is that you you basically have a, a, a picker for the date and a picker for the events associated with what? that day, and then so you don't have just a full list view, right? Um, and then so you know if you so for example if you want to go look at your schedule for tomorrow, you can flick up on the date and it will take you to tomorrow, and then you can flick to the right twice and then there you have all like i have i think 16 events tomorrow i know it's a long day tomorrow um and you can just flick up and down between events and then double tap on one and it's fully accessible and you can you know edit the event do whatever you need to do with it and it works with icloud gmail and outlook.com and you know uh all all, all those different and it's free so you might want to um try that if you're not real happy with the calendar app um, the way that it's working, I I I, um, I find that I can be much more efficient using the Outlook app calendar than I am in the actual calendar app itself. Yeah. And of course, there's Fantastical, which yeah. people really right. like. But I I, oh, 
they want a lot of money for their pro version of that. And I, yeah. you know, I don't think it's necessary. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I, now, now that I've retired, I don't have as many meetings. So it's, uh, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, well, we should, we should see if there's any hands while we're just yammering mm-hmm. on here. Um, we're, we're willing to really entertain any technical topics though tonight. We have one hand right now. Yeah. Jessica. Hey, hey Jessica. Guys. How's it going? Oh, there. Hey, it's good. So I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max at the moment that's acting up severely, actually, to the point that I'm thinking of upgrading. And I've only had this phone less than a year. What's it doing? It freezes when I try to enter somebody's name into the to field of a message with Safari open while trying to send an article. So like if I find an article on say nine to five Mac.com, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I find an article and I try to send it to say John Gassman through. So you're doing that through the share sheet. Yes. Okay. And I click on messages. Yep. And I type in his name or anybody's name. Just it just freezes on you, huh? The whole phone can't type, can't nothing. Voiceover stops. Everything just quits. Are you another on... thing is that now this is a big one because this happens all the time. If I end a call, it actually doesn't matter who does it. No, I know where you're going. Primarily yes. me. If I end a call, then you lose speech, right? For a minute. I uh-huh. also get it where it plays whatever I was last playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen oh. I've seen both of these. Oh. <laughs> I I know I, I know of both of them. And I, I I think that these are these uh well at least these two issues I think I can replicate replicate these last two that you described. The lockup issue I cannot replicate. Um, it's bad, Jeff. Yeah, like, I, well, no, I'm on, like, I'm on, on the verge of restoring this thing. Like it's, it's bad. My battery drains right now. My capacity is at 86% and I'm in college and I'm going to be on campus this next semester. So, yeah. and this is horrible guys, but my phone will get hot, like literally hot, sometimes to the point that I can't touch it when on both FaceTime and FaceTime audio calls. Have you checked the battery health status of the of the phone? Yeah, and Apple's run diagnostics on it, and everything's come back fine with the hardware and the battery. Right. When you went and checked the battery health yourself, what was the number? 86. Okay. Um, it would probably be worth you spending the $29 and taking it to either Best Buy or Apple and telling them to change the battery. You, you, you're you down to a point where within six percentage points, they're going to replace the battery anyway. Hey, or Jeff, want to replace it's actually it. 69. You're at 69 right now? Wow. No, $69. Oh, the price. It's Yeah, it's oh, very inexpensive. Price. Um, I, 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 well, you must not have it under Apple Care. No, um, I don't. I never get okay, Apple Care. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. It's twenty nine dollars if you have Apple Care, I believe. 
but um, even that is worth doing. Yep. Um, I I would uh, I would strongly encourage that, um, especially you know that way you're not going to have to worry about it. Mine mine's down to I think uh, eighty nine, and I'm you know I'm probably before we go back to Arizona to visit family, I'll probably do the same thing. Um, I tend not to wait. What they tell you is that the device anything eighty or below is inefficient. And so you're 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 practically two thirds there now, so you you are you ought to be considering doing that. Um, if you have restored from a from an iTunes backup or an iCloud backup, um, if you don't have a ton of apps that that you have on the device, then restoring it or not restoring it, but resetting and starting new and then reinstalling apps is probably going to give you the cleanest result from a troubleshooting standpoint i know it's a painful thing um to do i do have um, a lot of apps i have 111 to be exact okay well i have if... i have over 900 on mine so <laughs> really wow. yeah so if, uh, if my battery yeah. continues to do what it's doing dropping one percentage point per week at least like week to week and a half then I may just have to break down and see what my carrier is going to offer me for this phone because I want the new color anyway. I know exactly what I want. Okay. Well, either way, either way, I mean, a 12 Pro Max is fine. I think you could restore it and put a new battery in it. You would have a practically brand new device on your hand there. But I mean, that's going to be up. That's going to be up to you. I don't know that I want to pay the money to. Get, just put I, the battery in it. I, I, I don't know that that's going to fit my budget at the moment. Yeah, in I fact, get it. I get Apple it. I get is going to call me tomorrow and we're going to try and okay. discuss that. I'd like to know yeah. a way to keep you guys up to date on this because this well, is. Well, you know how to reach me on Twitter. Just reach out. Yep. Happy, to, happy I, to engage. I do, there. I think. Yeah. Yes, and you you've do. gone our e- emails, so that that works. We have three yeah, other just, hands, Jessica, so we do need to move yep, here a little let's bit. Let's move okay? on along here and we'll uh we'll go from there. Who else we got, Rick? Hi guys. Uh we, we got Mitch me. Hold on, we got Mitchell. Hey Mitchell. Hey Jeff. How can I help you, sir? Um I I get the same thing Jessica mentioned. If you double tap, you get the song playing. How do you get rid of that? Um, it's probably a bug currently. I don't yeah. know that there is a way of, of of resolving that at the moment. I mean, you can stop the music playing by doing a two-finger double tap. Right, that's what yeah. I do. But, oh, yeah. but, app switcher too. Uh, oh, app switcher is another choice. Yeah, you yeah. can do that too. Yeah. So that's going to be your that's going to be your best bet. Okay. That's been going for a while. That's been a bug yeah. for several years. That's been a bug for a while, yeah. actually. I, uh, I hope you feel better. Oh, thank you, Phone number all right. in 495, please. Hello? Hi yeah, there. How's it going? Uh, it's Ibrahim. How are you guys doing? We're good. Hey, Ibrahim. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Mahimat, I just had two quick questions. One, um, I'm wondering, there's a new bug I noticed with a lot of games I'm playing. Um, it asked me to turn on direct cuts, and I'm wondering... Is there any way to remove that or disable that in the settings? Uh, you need to go into, I believe, direct touch is available on the rotor. Uh, okay. So you can add it to the rotor and then you can use the rotor to enable and disable direct touch. 
Did you, you have another like question? In the Lotus settings? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Do you mean like in, in, like the Lotus settings itself? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And my second question was, um, is there a good place I can find a good getting started guide for a narrator? I'm interested in uh, trying to learn it. Sure. Um, you can go to aka.ms slash narrator guide. Um, okay. aka.ms slash narrator guide. And you can read all of the newest changes that are in narrator for Windows 11 even up there. So it's all available okay, to you. Okay, cool. Okay? Cool. Thanks. Great. Okay. Who else we got, Rick? Uh, we got Denise Colley. Denise. Hey wow. Yeah. Hey. Here. Here. Cool. Are you are you in Texas now? I'm in Texas now. Yes. Wow. Oh, that I, I'm kind of sad. I'm, I'm happy for you, but I'm sad for us. I know. I'm sad too. I'm happy, but I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> just, after living in Washington for sixty-nine years. Are you warmed up, up yet? <laughs> uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I have two questions. I have an answer. Sure. I have an SE20, and um, this has been happening ever since I got this phone. Um, when I'm using a Bluetooth headset and I turn off, unpair, the, I mean, I turn off the headset, all of a sudden I lose everything. I lose my speech. I lose everything. And the only way I can get it back is to totally turn off the phone and turn it back on again. Is there some so, reason for that? Yeah. The first thing I would try there is to press the volume up button on the phone. Mm-hmm. My guess is that is that the voiceover volume is is um, the, the volume on a Bluetooth headset or even headphones in general um, versus the actual physical device are independent of each other. Right. So you could have your volume at the highest level on your headphones or vice versa. You know, so as soon as you plug in headphones, it will revert to whatever its last setting was. You unplug the headphones, it reverts back to the volume that whatever your volume was on the physical device mm-hmm. my okay. guess is um and i've heard this from other users as well and peggy i don't know or or don or or larry or john i don't know if you guys have seen this or not but what my guess is that you the volume of voiceover has been turned down and uh, i think that has happened to me as well yeah yeah so so if you simply just tap the volume up button a couple of times, you'll probably hear it click on the speaker uh-huh. and, and then, and then simply just uh, press the, that's the SE 2020. So I think that has a home button. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you can press the home button and it should speak. Okay. And if it, and if it doesn't, you have my phone number. I do. I know how to find you. That's right. Um, that's right. My other question is, and this just happened with when I installed iOS 15, um, I had two pages. I had a page, my first page, my homepage was, um, all my apps that I didn't have in a folder. And then my second folder, page was uh-huh. folders. And my third page, of course, then was the app library. Somehow I have lost my pay or some, my folders page got hidden. And so I go from my homepage to my app library. How do I get my home, my apps page? Oh man, you're going to ask me this and I don't remember how to do it. I think... Peggy, do you remember how to hide, hide and unhide? That didn't happen to me, so <laughs> I couldn't. Hold on. All right. I think I think you go. Hold on. All right. Let's let's troubleshoot real time, shall we? That's right. Uh, let's 
Steve. Anybody want to sing the Jeopardy 30 seconds? <laughs> All right. Peggy, Peggy, so here's what you do. Hold on. Before I do this and lock myself out of a page. Um, what? what? Hmm. Edit mode. Double tap to hide pages. Oh. Oh. Home page hiding. Okay. I figured it out. Amazing how that works. All right. So here's what you do. You have to get into edit mode. All right. So Mm -hmm. what you're going to do, Denise, is you're going to touch any of the icons on your screen and you're going to flick down and you're going to go into edit mode. Correct. Then you're going to, then you're going to flick over to where the picker is, where you can select the different pages that you have on your screen. Right. That's what I couldn't find. Oh, it should be there. Uh, you know, it should be there, especially if you're in edit mode. If you only had one page showing, then it may not show it. But if you go into edit mode, it should show that page picker. Okay. It's going to be on the, it's going to be just above phone. Yeah. I, that, that was the instructions that in the, somebody in else the center bottom, you, center Sometimes bottom, you yeah. have to go to phone and then just swipe back once. Cause yeah, some, you can do that too. For some reason, the picker doesn't always show up. So once you find it, Denise, mm-hmm. um, you, it will say double tap to edit pages. So you double tap mm-hmm. and now you're in, in an edit pages mode and you can flick uh-huh. forward and backward and it will say page one visible, page two visible, page three visible, right. however many you right. have. Right. And, right. Then, and then you can double tap on whichever one you want to hide or unhide and okay. then it will bring it back. Okay. And then you can flick to the left of the done button and you're done. Well, I'm done. All right. Yeah. I will try that. See? Thank you, sir. Yeah, you bet. All righty. All right. Bye. Bye. Any other hands, Rick? Boy, they're making me work tonight. I've got about oh, 15 yeah. minutes left in case. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't strain yourself there. I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I don't know. This is hard doing it all one-handed at everything. Yeah. I don't know. Has, has anybody tried to load their vaccine card yet? No. no oh, well, we'll talk about, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I yeah, stuck yeah. mine in OneDrive. Okay, and so who do we have, Barbie? Is that what yeah, you said? Barbie, if she unmutes herself, and there's Terry and Frank. I wonder who the hell that is. Okay. Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry and Frank? Or is well, it that's that's Terry. It's Terry <laughs> on the same that's computer? Terry, Terry and Frank. Sure does. Hello? Yeah. And Frank. Hello. It's actually. Well, there's Hello. Barbie. Well, right, let's well, let's, let's go back to Barbie first. Let's go back to Barbie first. By the way, that's <laughs> okay. a very pretty name, Barbie. Thank you. You know, you know, my my wife has a bunch of 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 you uh, in our house. You know, <laughs> I don't care. She, she collects. She collects them. Don't tell Ken. <laughs> I don't collect as many as she probably have, but I have quite a few. Oh. Um, I I just received my Pro Max thirteen. And um, 
they would be the first one I would have to put the SIM card and stuff in myself because I got it straight from Apple. Okay. So do I just put the SIM card in from my phone or do I have to call and go get a new SIM card? I just got it and I have to be You should be able to put the SIM. Well, um, the best thing to do, I, I, I don't know that I want to carry your support tonight, but in general, you should be able to take the old SIM out of your old phone and put it in your new phone as long as it's a you know compatible SIM. So you even if it's to, like a four G, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter as long as it's as long as it's at micro SIM, then you should be okay. But some carriers use an eSIM. I'm a T-Mobile, and I did not have to take the SIM out of the eight and put it in the thirteen mini. It just they activated the eSIM that was in there automatically. Yep. Yep, and uh, so you want to you don't want to do that unless you need to. So I would check with your carrier. Yeah, I would definitely check with your carrier on that one. And the other thing, like when you marry them together, I was told you just put them together. To that's right, you just put them right next to each other, like they're hugging. Not really together, together, but just put place one right next to the other one, and then leave the leave the old phone unlocked. And it will sync its settings. It will prompt you all the way through that process. And it works great. Magical. Good stuff. But that's only if but if you don't want it to have the same thing, then you have to just do everything by scratch. Uh, yeah, you can do that. You can restore from your iCloud backup. The only issue that you might run into, my, my wife had this issue, is if you do not have a SIM card in the device, it will try to deal with, deal with the carrier at the same time, and that gets you into trouble. So you want to get the you want to get the phone to a point where it's at least seeing your carrier before you start restoring. Okay, thank you. You bet, Terry and Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, say hello. <laughs> Wait, how do yeah? How do we know that wasn't Terry imitating Frank? <laughs> I, 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 I know. Should we sing together for them? <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to take your word for it now. No, no. We're, we're, yeah. No, we only have 15 minutes. Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Terry Actually, and Frank from Maryland? It's mm-hmm. the same ones, Mr. Donald. Yeah. Well, hey there. It's good to talk to you both. The same here. here Don and Frank oh. used to work together. Yep. Boy, 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 you live in the same town and you still don't see each other. Well, He's on the the other side of the Potomac from us. Yeah, it's a fur oh. piece. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> can anyway, you, actually, I'm calling. I'm calling about Frank. Don, you know he's not. Uh, he's oh, rather well, let's talk to anti-change. Frank, well, I'm the one that always ends up dealing with the problem. Oh. Um, he has he has an iPhone six plus. Which we may are you be being, moving are you, to my. Are you, is that mean you're being frank with us? Is that what you're saying? I'm being frank. You, you got it. You got it. Okay. Well, whatever you do, don't that, don't that, tarry. That, that only that only get that only took me thirty seconds. Yeah. To come up with that. So I'm a little slow tonight. I blame it on drugs. Is what I do. I, hey, that's hey. I want to hear what you blame always, it on the rest of the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I blame it on oxycodone. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, my question is uh, lately, well, the last couple of months, anyhow, his iPhone, the voiceover, for some reason, does not keep the volume. It all of a sudden goes down to zero. 
We've been talking a lot about this tonight. This is seemingly yeah. happening with yeah. lots of people. Is he on iOS 15? No, he's on an iPhone 6 Plus. It, do- it doesn't even go past 12. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I don't have an answer to that. Have you called um, Have you called no, Apple I've, on that? No, no, because I was afraid to do anything because we had to get through the Red Sox first. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, well, I think you're done with that now. So I think it's safe to call now. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes, exactly. Anything, anything else, Terry? Um, and my only other, this is a silly question. I have, for my, my iPhone has, I have double security on it because I have my work email on it. Sure. So I have to use a password that's like nine miles long. Uh-huh. And yeah. the fingerprint. And a passcode. And I'm thinking about getting a new iPhone. And okay. My, where do you do a fingerprint on the ones that don't have a home button? Uh, you don't. Uh, there's a problem. I <laughs> uh, no, you use you use your face. Face ID. Oh, oh it's you have to use face ID with it. Mm-hmm. Use your face, yeah. Oh. I mean, that means I like have to put on lipstick one day? Uh no, I think it'll be fine. <laughs> it will even Terry, it will even look at your face in the dark and be able to tell it's you. <laughs> it's only Frank a pain looks when you have a mask in the dark on. all the time anyway, so what the heck? It's, yeah, it's only painful if you have a, a mask on, but if you have an Apple Watch, then you can unlock your phone with your Apple Watch if you're wearing a mask. Yeah, oh, no, I've, no, I've never gotten into the Apple Watch. Okay, my, I'm still oh, I, love my, mine. I have to, I have to get my third, my iPad 13 Pro, my iPad Pro 13 fixed. It needs a new. I won't take a charge now. I think it's uh, ah new battery uh, time. No, I think mm. it's a new jack actually. Ooh. I think it's the jack is gone on. Wow. It. Okay. Okay. And it's only two years old, so I'm not happy. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, you guys have been great tonight. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. And we'll talk to you right. soon. Take care. Yep. Interesting. Sure, I have had sometimes when I'm using voiceover, and it usually is on alerts when my home screen is locked, and the voice will jump up in volume. And then it'll back down again after. Yeah, mine does that too. I don't know what's causing that. There's I some. I've done it for a long time. Yeah, it's done it for a while. Any other hands, Rick? No, sir. All right. Well, I think. Have we talked much about Windows 11? And Well, and well, well we Windows 11 Windows is out. Time? Yeah. Um, there, there is a webinar coming up. Uh, there's one today. Everyone should register. There was one today. Right. And uh, there's another one. Everybody can go to aka.ms slash accessibility webinars with an S, I do believe. Um, and you can register for that. Uh, myself, uh, my teammate, Mariah Moon, she's going to be hosting the event. Uh, many people know who Ann Taylor is. She'll be presenting along with me. And then Brett Humphrey, who serves on ACB's advisory board, uh, will also be joining us to talk about uh, Windows Chat. Um, and we're going to uh, take you through uh, Windows 11 from a screen reader experience and talk to you about all the changes that are in, in Windows 11 that, uh, well, we're going to talk to you a little bit about the changes, but also some things that that are also familiar because we want to make sure that you understand that things have not changed in lots of areas to sort of eliminate, you know, concern on that level as well. So we've got great. a, yeah, we got a full doc. In fact, we'll, we'll, we'll share it out with a few special peeps to to do some previewing of it 
for us. In fact, you'll probably get that done tomorrow. Um, this is uh, Wednesday, the 17th of November, I think, right? Uh, I think it's the 17th. Yeah, that's the 17th from noon to one, I believe. Please, the time. East, uh, is it three exciting? to four. Three to oh, four Eastern. Yep. Yeah. You can register right now. You can register right now. Come watch us. Uh, we'll take your questions there, too. So we're excited about that. And we'll have some good things to share there. And, uh, and of course, we'll be back uh, probably Wednesday night on Main Menu Live that night, too. We'll let you know what's coming up there. We haven't quite figured that out yet. But we have some ideas. So we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. And, uh, you, have you, uh, now you, now Larry, you can install windows 11, but you have not, right? I have not. I can. Yes. So eventually right. I probably will, but we'll, and, and Don, you installed, Don, I know you've installed windows 11. I know that for sure. I have. Love yeah. It. How, how, how are you, uh, liking it? I'm trying to keep track of time here. Yeah. We're still uh, like four minutes. Sometimes things are placed somewhere else in the menu structure. Uh huh. But once I find them, I mean, it's very, it, it's working great. Do you like the new settings user experience? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's it's much more logical, and it's just it's uh, somebody really thought about this. It's good stuff. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about that. We'll talk about the new file explorer. We'll talk about the new start menu and the system tray, notifications, quick settings. Uh, you know, we're we're going to co- cover a number of things. A lot of a lot of hotkey changes have come into Windows 11 that you should be aware of. Uh, we're not, um, Rick. If you have not caught it, uh, Jeremy uh, and Hector did a, a, a version of, of of the webinar, kind of just going over general accessibility features, and they covered a lot of the visual aspects. Cool. You, you might want to go check that out. Especially yeah, snap, sure. snap groups. I think there's something you're going to really be interested in. Uh, Playing with Windows Z or Windows Z, okay, uh, cool. is, uh, as a keystroke you're going to want to play with. Um, but no, it's uh, it's fun. It's fun stuff. There are some some pretty strict hardware requirements to be able to upgrade to Windows 11. It does require eighth generation i7 and a TPM 2.0 chip on the on the on your machine. But uh, most modern machines in the last three plus years old should be able to handle it. I think anything four or older is probably going to be, that might be questionable, just depending on the, on the manufacturer. So you'll just have to try it. There's a health check tool that you can run and it will tell you whether or not your machine is compatible. But we'll be talking a lot more about Windows 11 in the, in the near future. So, well, I think we've wrapped this puppy up, huh, Larry? We have. And thanks to Eric Gamery earlier. Thanks to Peggy Carpenter and Don Barrett. And of course, to Rick Morin and John Gassman and Jeff Bishop and myself. It's been fun. We'll be back in November and we'll talk and plug a little bit more about what we're going to be doing at that point in time. Uh, is there anything else we've missed before we begin to wrap up? Uh, Probably not. Think so, John? No, I think we've done all we can tonight. Yeah, I think we're uh, I think we're ready to hit the music, end this show, and not that music. move on. Not that music, no, no. Okay, all right, guys, have a good see night, everybody. Guys. We'll see you in November. We'll be uh, close to turkey time. Very good. All right, thanks, thanks everybody. Bye.